Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hello there, here's your host Anne and this is another great episode of Instagram Growth Podcast, the podcast that gives exact tips, recommendations and tons of useful advice from true professionals in social media marketing. My today guest is Bob McIntosh, who is an entrepreneur, author and public speaker and number one Amazon bestseller. He has helped over 1,000 entrepreneurs achieve high levels of success and today Bob would love to help you, my audience, as well. Our today's topic for conversation is how to use social media during a crisis. But before we get down to this, please, Bob, tell me and my audience a bit more about yourself and share your story. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being on. I appreciate you guys listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day or evening or wherever you are. Um, I'm excited to be here. And yeah, I, I have loved internet marketing ever since I, I started down this path uh, with my real estate business back in 2011. Um, so been at it for a few years and um, have been fortunate enough to have a lot of success with doing it uh, both for myself and for other people. And um, also been fortunate enough to be able, be able to teach it to, uh, like you said, over 10,000 people. And I've had a little over 3,000 hours on stage just helping business owners grow their um, social media presence. So excited to be here. Okay, thank you. What is your main job or so to say occupation right now? Uh, so primarily, I run a digital marketing agency called Three Degrees Consulting, and we help entrepreneurs drive more leads, get more attention online, uh, utilize social media to uh, build their presence and their audience, as well as obviously on the back end, like paid ads and other things like that, really just helping businesses generate more uh, more business for themselves, really. Yeah, that's interesting. As you are an entrepreneur and business owner, I just can't help asking you about your business right now. So in times of coronavirus, the coronavirus is changing our lives. This is a very tough time for everybody and for business owners and for families and for individuals all around the world. I know that some of the businesses are putting things on hold to stay at home and keep everyone safe. So how is your business affected by the crisis caused by coronavirus outbreak? Yeah, we've actually been doing very, very well. Um, so we, in, in the two months that we've stay-at-home orders have been in place, we've actually closed more business than we did for the all of uh, the rest of 2020. Uh, and I think no. simply because people are realizing now, holy crap, um, traditional marketing, while it's been a great avenue, maybe digital marketing is something that we need to look at more. And so a lot of folks are reaching out now, um, especially the folks that we've already had conversations with and things like that going, okay, you know what, now's, now's the time we got to, we got to pull it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so it's actually been, it's been very good for us. Um, and, and in some cases, obviously I, my real estate business, for example, not doing so hot right now, you know, we, we got a lot of rentals and probably about 40, maybe 45% of our tents didn't pay rent. A bunch of them just decided to up and leave. So, you know, uh, ups and downs, but on the digital marketing side, for sure, we've actually been able to help a lot of folks um, sh generate more leads and drive more through here. And that's that's an awesome feeling, uh, especially given everything that's happening. Oh, and what about your social media? Many social media platforms changed a lot due, due to changes in their content and user behavior there. So has your social media strategy changed a lot during the time of pandemic? Um, to be honest, it has not. 
Uh, and so w- where I have focused a lot on, and I think this is going to be true moving forward, and I think it's actually going to be even more true, is I focused on building the brand of me. So y- you're not going to see a lot about Three Degrees Consulting out there because honestly, people don't care, um, especially in this pandemic, about your business. Uh, what we're finding when we're forced to stay at home is that we as individuals require other human connection and getting it virtually is not nearly as good as getting it in person. But if we don't have a choice or if we're being forced to social distance, then in that case, getting it virtually is the next best thing. But nobody wants to talk to companies. In fact, the more, you know, just look at all the chatter of, and I'll say fake news, real news, anything in between those two that's out there, people are becoming more and more distrustful of companies, but people are becoming more and more trustful of people. And that's a huge difference. Yeah. So I focus on talking about me, putting my brand out there because I let people know here's who I am. And maybe some of you don't like that. And that's okay. Guess what? If you you don't resonate with my message and who I am, I I don't care. Like, good. Bye. Go find someone else. (laughs) That's how I operate. And because of that, the people, but the people who do, who resonate with me, who, who listen to me, those folks will be like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm all the way in. And that's what I care about more. And I think that's why it's working uh, pretty well still. And what social media platforms do you use for establishing your online presence? Uh, Primarily right now, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Although what's been interesting, so I've been on Facebook since 2004, not always obviously as a business, because that was back when it was just for people in college like myself. But like, you know, if you guys are listening, you can't see, but my hands are really far apart. It used to be like Facebook (laughs) and Instagram was like way at the bottom. And what's happened is Instagram has been slowly creeping up, places are going down. And I think within the next few months, my engagement on Instagram will surpass my engagement on Facebook, even though my Facebook audience is still about three times the size of my Instagram audience. And I think or even so. Yeah. So Instagram is definitely where I'm focusing more attention right now. Um, and LinkedIn is great for a, a very like I don't I don't compare Facebook and uh, LinkedIn to Facebook and Instagram. I think they're totally, totally different yeah. feel and nature, but Instagram has been huge lately. And let's speak a bit more about that. So if we look back at the social media goals you had before the crisis and social media goals and instrument you use to achieve these goals right now. So is there any difference between them? Um, no, I mean, for me, I, at, the, at the end of the day, my goals are, are the same. It's just continue to grow your audience and drive more engagement. Um, I, I don't think anything has really changed from that. Uh, I don't rely on social to drive sales. I rely on social to capture attention. I rely on social to get my engagement so that I'm always in their face. And because I'm always in their face, eventually they'll reach out um, asking for sales. And then occasionally we do. But um, but more often than not, what ends up happening is um, I think of I think of social media and, and all of these platforms like a handshake, right? So we use our hands for everything. It's how we introduce ourselves. We shake a hand. We pat. We pat someone on the back. They did a good job. We give a thumbs up. You know, maybe we fist bump. Whatever. The hand is for most of us the initial point of contact to another human being, and that's how I treat my social. That's my initial point of contact. Right. My hand will eventually exchange money for services or type in a credit card if we're doing it online. But to start with, you have to think about it like a handshake. So we start there, and then we go uh, down from there. 
Okay. And can you say that now you spend like more time on your social media networking? Because I know that there are some businesses that prefer to stop their business and their social media activity as well for a while now. So when I say stop, I mean to stop absolutely. So no posts, no updates, no new videos, no stories, no podcasts or so on. So what is your opinion? Is it better to take a pause or is it better to still continue even without sales and these kind of things? I think right now is the time to continue. In fact, not just continue, I would double down on everything that you're doing. Do more of everything. People are forced to be home still for a little while longer and internet traffic has spiked. People are consuming more content than they ever have. This is your time to focus on being out there. I would not worry as much about trying to get sales right now because everyone's hurting. Right. Now, is this to say that you shouldn't be? No. Like if the opportunity presents itself, absolutely don't like be like, no, I'm not going to make money because, you know, whatever. <laughs> But um, right now is the time to grow your audience, get more followers, build your email list, um, engage with them at a deeper level, put them into your your groups, your Facebook groups, your Slack groups, whatever group you're using. doesn't matter. Now is the time to get people's attention and hold on to it because they're going to spend more time with you now than they ever have. And if you can get them to basically know, like, and trust you right now, once things go back to whatever new normal is going to look like, they're more likely to hang on with you from there. And at that point, that's where you're going to see sales come in. And so I, I think this is the time to do that. Yeah, I absolutely agree personally. Of course, brands and businesses and individuals managing social media blocks cannot just ignore coronavirus outbreak. So what do you think would be the best approach to that? So is it better to discuss some news on that topic from time to time with your audience? What, from your point of view, is the best way to consider this topic in your blog? Yeah, so that's a difficult question in the sense that it depends on what your audience is. So, you know, if you're talking to other business owners, I think talking about the impacts of coronavirus and what's happening right now is important because it's on their mind every single day. Now, if you're talking to regular consumers, I think most of the people are sick and tired of hearing about coronavirus, right? I mean, personally, I know I am, right? Like, I know my business partner, you know, she likes to leave the news on. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't, like, I, I have to be in a different room because I'm just like, I, I don't want to hear them talking about <laughs> this anymore. I just, it drives me nuts at this point in time. Um, so I think, I think the answer to that depends. Um, I, I think if, if you're going to talk about it, um, just steer clear of the conspiracy theories and all that stuff, regardless of what you believe, I don't care what you believe or where you go. Um, but when it comes to that, there's plenty of that stuff out there. We don't need to, to add to it, especially if you're trying to grow your social. Um, now, now if your social is conspiracy theories and obviously talk about that, but um, you know, I, I, I think, I think more so than anything else, just continue to provide value in whatever niche or industry you're in. Give more information, serve up more secrets that maybe you wouldn't have before. Teach people other things that they didn't know about because right now more than ever, if people feel like, hey, I can trust you because you gave to me when everyone else was talking crazy, again, you're just locking that person in to stay with you for after things go back to normal. And that's going to be the biggest and hardest transition, I think, for most business owners is, you know, they're, they may have gotten used to in the last two months, the engagement that they're seeing and things like that. But if they haven't actually built the trust with those folks who are engaging, when things go back to normal, that, that engagement is going to go back down to normal. And they're going to lose out on that because they, they focus on sales or they focused on talking about coronavirus or they focus on something that was outside the norm of where they're known. And that's going to hurt them ultimately. 
Yeah, absolutely. So if we continue establishing our presence on social media during a crisis, what do you think, uh, what content do you think should prevaluate? So what would it be? Live events, common posts, experts, interviews, some infographics, statistics, so what? All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, seriously, right? Like mix it up. I would say there is no right answer here. The right answer is what works for your audience. So I know if I look at my audience for the most part, the majority of my audience right now is probably between 45 and 60. So they're on the older edge of social media users for the most part. And so because of that, here's what I know works for them, right? Anything that's a, a video works great. Live video, not so much. They don't. They tend to not have the patience to sit through a live video. They want to be able to watch it later, maybe skip through pieces of it, get to the parts that they want to, things like that, because you know they don't have the patience for that. Um, yeah. uh, you know, so understand what does your audience. How do they consume your content? And the best thing is if, if you've been doing this the right way on your social platforms. So if you have an Instagram or, or Facebook ac- account that's a business account, you have insights. So you can go back and look at all your posts and say, oh, look, here's the content and the type of content that did the best for my audience previously. Just double down on more of that kind of stuff. And I think you'll see an increase without a doubt. So videos drive the most engagement on your blog. Yeah. Uh, t- tends to, yes, on my, on my social, like on my social, on my actual blog, um, you know, I videos t- to a certain extent still, but, um, people tend to like the written content on the actual blog, but on my social accounts, video is killing it all day long. And, you know, I, I it's also hard to say, right. I know that Facebook, especially since they own Instagram prioritizes video in terms of the algorithm. So is it that yeah. my audience actually prefers video or is it that the algorithm is helping me out? I don't know, to be honest, but I don't really care what's working is working. And so I'm going to do that. (laughs) Okay. So you just try to move on. And what about the frequency of posting? What do you think? Should it change right now? So should we post more or should we, uh, on the contrary, stop posting so much because people are like uh, fed up with all these kinds of information and about coronavirus and not about coronavirus and all these things? Um, I think more. More is better right now. Uh, People are spending more time on social, which I already said, but guess what that means? That just means that you need to have more content there. So I've noticed, for example, um, on my Instagram, uh, especially on my stories, my stories right now are almost double my views of what they were two months ago, right? And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And guess what? I'm posting probably two to three times as many stories. So I'm getting more stories out there and I'm getting double the views, despite the fact that generally speaking, I would have two months ago before all of this, not recommended posting 15 stories in a day because people get overwhelmed by that. But I think people are also coming to it going, I got nothing else to do. I'm sitting at home. I'm, you know, I'm bored. I'm whatever. So I'm spending more time on social. And so more content just gives them more to consume. And if I can be the one that they consume, why would I not do that? You know, um, I host my marketing webinars usually twice a month on our YouTube channel. And uh, some of my attendees often ask me a question right now during a crisis, during coronavirus. So where can I get some new and really creative content? How can I do this? How can I make it through if I just sit at home? So how? How do I do this? Do you have some ideas? Um, I just see what other people are doing in your niche and I call it R and D, which means rip off and duplicate. 
Yeah. You know, literally just when you see people doing things, if it resonates with you, do, I mean, don't literally copy their exact wording or their exact post or whatever. Right. Cause that's just cheesy and it's not going to go like, it's not you. Um, but take the idea behind it, take the structure behind it, take the focus behind it and do that for yourself. I mean, when we look at social right now, to be real, there's very little on social media that's new and exciting, right? I mean, like there, there's just, there just is. Most everything has been done somewhere at some point in time. Now, th- there's a few people out there that are creating at a high level, but I think most of them are so like, because there's social media is so loud right now, what they have to do to be new and creative is so crazy that most people aren't ready for that yet. Um, and so it's cool to see, but that's not necessarily relevant to use. Um, and so because of that, the R&D approach works. Um, I, I, I go back to the, the same message that I was told by one of my mentors when I first got started back in 2009. Um, uh, and he said, listen, sometimes you have to have uh, the same message from different messengers. And so even though you steal an idea or a context or a thought or a structure from somebody else, because your audience knows, likes, and trusts you, even if they heard that same thing from somebody else, maybe they needed to hear it from you in order for it to really sink in for them. And you know, you're just the other messenger that got the message across to them. And so it's okay to do that. I think a lot of folks get worried about, oh, what if I steal this? You know, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Everyone's stealing everything, anything. Just put your twist on it, your expertise, your angle, your opinion, whatever your uh, little flavoring is. I like to say, you know, pretend you're your salt base, sprinkle a little bit of you on the post and you'll be fine. Yeah, thank you. What do you think can be the advantages of today's crisis for social media and for businesses on social media? I think the advantage right now is to connect with your audience at a level that we've never been able to do because everyone's always been distracted with work, with family, with this, with a million things happening in their life. And now all of a sudden, almost all of that has stopped, right? We're down to just a couple of things. Um, For some of us, we're down to absolutely nothing, right? And because of that, it allows those of us who understand that attention is an, uh, the availability of attention is at an all time high. If we simply capitalize on that and we do it the right way and we provide value, uh, we'll have people that will follow us like we never have before. We'll have audience that will engage with us like we never had before. And we're going to see the results once we come back out of this are going to reflect in the bottom line dollars like they never have before. Uh, that's, that's my thoughts. And what about some some things that you just tried during this crisis about widening up your limits? So did you start doing some things that you never done before? Um, yeah, I, I've a lot of things, right? So I've been talking about a video show for a long time. So I literally just I've, I've done three interviews this week, um, you know, similar to this, just getting getting that up and going. Um, Not that I, you know, it's not that it's necessarily new as a a context, but for me, it's a platform that I, you know, it's a thing that I haven't done um, previously. Um, I'm doing a ton of Zoom meetings. So one of the things that I found is working really, really well, surprisingly well, actually, is um, I literally just go out to my audience and I say, I'm available for Zoom meetings to teach on ABC. And I put my top three topics or five topics that I know I can, I can knock it out of the park every single time. So I, put those out there. And what's amazing is the number of, so the number of people that never would have before considered having me because I said, oh, I'm not going to, you know, you have to pay for my travel. You have to pay for my hotel if I come to speak at your event. Well, now all of a sudden they're going, well, I don't have to pay for travel and, and this. You can do it virtually, which is the, the normal right now. And so I'm getting, I, I've probably done 
I don't know, in the last two months, 40 um, Zoom meetups across the country, right? And these are people that I've known for a long time and I would have loved to speak for them, but just physically being present at their meetings made it difficult to do that. Like, can you imagine doing 40 different events in 40 different cities in a matter of two months? Like most, I mean, I've, I've done that before, to be honest, but um, it, it's exhausting um, as an in-person thing. But if I can do it virtually, great. And guess what? Sometimes I can do two or three in a day um, in three different cities, which I never could have done physically. <laughs> the opportunity exists. It's there. We simply have to take advantage of it and let people know that we're open to doing that. And then the other key component to this is uh, when you do this, have a defined talk, have like your keynote talk, if you will, on each of those topics uh, and make sure that you don't necessarily straight up ask for sales, but I, I call it seating at 90 degrees of sales. So for example, if I'm going to talk about, hey, w- how important it is, uh, like, so let's say my product is selling a website, right? So I know, for example, one of my niches is I offer real estate investors a super simple website that's very effective for that specific niche. Well, if I come into that meetup, which is generally just people teaching things, and I say, go buy my website, right? They're going to be like, they're like, ugh, okay. But instead, what I do, instead what I do is I see it at 90 degrees. I say, okay, I'm going to teach you the 10 things that you need to have on your website. So what now, now they're thinking is, oh my God, does my website have those 10 things? What if it doesn't? And I need to ask Bob about it. And that gives me the opportunity to talk about my website, which of course has those 10 things. Um, so we can do a lot to sell without selling. Um, and we have an unprecedented opportunity right now to be in front of as many people as we possibly can if we simply ask. Does content marketing play a big role in your marketing strategy? Uh, sometimes. Uh, I mean, it, it depends on what we define as content marketing. Um, I'm always out there teaching, giving uh, value. You know, I, I I preach all the time the Gary V methodology of jab, 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 right hook. Um, you know, I think that that works fantastically still. I think there needs to be maybe, you know, three or four more jabs in there now than when he wrote the book. Uh, but yeah, I mean, content marketing in the sense of putting out videos, putting out content, absolutely. And by the way, um, I think right now, YouTube is an underutilized platform. Um, I've almost 10 X to my subscribers in the last two months. Um, and a lot of that has come from putting my content on YouTube, but then creating that snippet to put on Instagram, to put on other places like that, and then driving them back there. Um, and what I like about that now is um, people will subscribe on YouTube. So the moment I post a new video, just like that, they're going over to check it out, um, which I don't get that ability to do on Instagram, right? I can't have someone subscribe to my posts per se and get notified when I go live uh, or when I go and drop new videos. So I think we can utilize content in other places to drive places where we're going to have the ability to get more eyeballs. What would be your advice to those who feel like giving it all up on social media now? So I think it's startups or businesses just starting out on any social network. So what would you advise them? Um, so this is funny, actually, I was on, um, there was a call last night for a uh, mastermind that I'm a part of. And uh, the guy that runs it is pretty, pretty big on social. And he was just like, I'm done, like, whatever. (laughs) And so it's funny that you asked that question. And I think that's the biggest mistake you could possibly make right now, right? Um, When, especially if you're a local business, or you've relied traditionally on non digital marketing, because what else are you going to do? Let's be real. You know, first, and it also depends on where you're at. We, we are starting to see restrictions lift in some places, but guess what? There's other places where they're talking about it might be two or three more months before they lift those. Um, and so you got to understand where you, where are you at? Um, what I would say though, ultimately is if you're ready to give up on social, 
then I would ask yourself why. Is it because it's not working? If it's not working, then how can you adjust your approach to make it work? Because it's working great for a lot of folks right now. So if it's not working for you, why is that? So understand why you want to give up. And I think for a lot of people, it's either because it's not working, um, which in which case I would say adjust your strategy, change that, and then see what happens. Or number two, I think people are, are getting sick of it. Uh, and when I say sick of it, I mean entrepreneurs and business owners and people like that who feel like they have to constantly pour in and maybe they're not getting as much out. Um, and I would say for those of you guys who are thinking of quitting it altogether, um, I want you to it'd be interesting to try for a week, quit it all together for a week and see what happens in your business. See how it impacts your business. I'd be willing to bet that if you actually gave it your all, you followed some of what I was talking about here, you actually put yourself out there, provided value, engaged with your audience um, for a week, and then you didn't didn't for a week, you're going to see a lot more business being driven by doing it. I mean, that's just what I'm seeing in, in my business now. You know, every business is a little bit different, but at the end of the day, I think if you're doing the right things the right way right now and you double down on being out there for people when um, people are feeling alone and that they don't have support, being there for them, even just virtually through social, can be the, the light that gets them to say, yeah, I want to work with you later on. Yeah, that's really wise advice. Thank you, Bob. So where can my listeners, my audience, learn more about your servicing and what you offer? Yeah, the best place to find me is at www.thebobmacintosh, and Macintosh is spelled M-C. I-N-T-O-S-H. I don't have an A in there. Um, but you go there, check check out my information, find all my social media accounts, um, go learn more about what I do, follow me. And I would love to know, uh, seriously, I would love to know if you are listening to this or um, checking this, this podcast out, did what I shared today impact you in some way? And if so, just let me know how, because I always like knowing that, you know, it's great to come on these things. And I always used to say this when I was on stage all the time, I'd be like, hey, you know what? The, the biggest compliment that I can get from this is that you heard something that I said and it took action and it worked for you. Because um, without yeah. knowing without knowing that, and by the way, you guys should be letting, you know, every podcast, not just me, you should be letting everyone know, hey, this is what I got from you. Because as people who go out there and we take, you know, we take our time to create this stuff. It's not like this just magically happens for us or like, you know, we have to spend time creating this. It's always, um, to me, at least heartwarming to know that, you know, this was valuable to at least one person. <laughs> so I always ask for that. Okay. And my last question for today. So what message would you like to leave my listeners with? Uh, the message that I'd like to leave everyone with right now is I think double down on what you're doing. Be out there. Help folks even more. Um, most of us right now are feeling more lonely and disconnected than we ever have in our lives. And um, the only way that we have to connect with others right now is through social media effectively. You know, And so be that voice for others. Be out there supporting them however and whatever that needs to look like for you. Um, whether it be being crazy, being serious, being somber, giving news, providing value, teaching something. I don't care what it is. Just be there for folks. And I think that you're going to find when you do, folks will naturally reciprocate back to you. Okay. Thank you very much, Bob, for coming. And thank you very much for that talk. It was a pleasure for me to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening, subscribing, and dropping on this podcast. Thank you. Goodbye. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.